What's going on guys? It's Scoot and welcome back to the Gold Advantage for another fantastic episode. I believe we're on episode eight now. Um I'm of course back with my boys Nikita and Chris. How you guys how you guys rolling today? How we feeling? Me? I guess. I mean I'm... <laughs> I like, it's always that weird thing with Corona where you can't see each other. Um I'm I'm confused. I'm confused by the CDL. I'm confused by what happened to us in league last weekend. Uh, it, it's a confusing time in esports for me. Yeah, I'm just hurt. I'm just. There's been a lot of pain, not a lot of happiness, not a lot of joy in my esports betting for the past, you know, seven days. I mean, yeah. If anybody's if anybody's hurting over the CDL the most, I think it's myself. Um, brutal day yesterday not really going to get into it right now as we're kind of focusing on league today but um it'll re it'll be recapped tomorrow and if you really want to hear some some criticisms of how how a league is run and if you're thinking about starting your own league at some point in the future i recommend you tune in because we'll have some good tips i guess (laughs) um but yeah we have a lot of league action nikki so I don't know what we want to focus on first, but take. I mean, let's recap last weekend. Um, it, it didn't go our way, uh, which was very frustrating, primarily around the LCS. I think we we definitely expected TSM to beat Golden Guardians, and for the first two maps, they, they the games were theirs to to win or lose, which they absolutely did. And then game three, Doublelift arguably had one of the worst games ever. Um, and Golden Guardians took the win, which was awesome to see. Uh, you know, I, I have been harping on about the team. I didn't think they would win. I thought that, you know, they, they it would their, their run had come to an end. Instead, they 3-0'd a team that had been looking better and better. And so th- that created an upset, and, and that that's going to happen. So what can you do? It's fine. Uh, in the end, TSM actually beat Dignitas 3-0, which was to be expected. Uh, TSM looked a mess, like a complete mess. They were so uncoordinated. They were all over the place. The way their tactics, drafting, strategy, in-game strategies. It, so I'm I'm really down on them. Um, and but we weren't able to kind of you know everyone expected them to be dig. So that happened. The real thing that threw us was, um, and I think many people was EG, who you know me and, and many other people were were calling arguably the worst team coming into the playoffs uh and they again you first two games FlyQuest just was so dominant that second game like so many kills monstrous and then eg just decided like hey we're gonna change our play style we're gonna change our emphasis uh we're gonna start playing through golden glue instead of huni on top lane uh and and it just completely changed map and yeah in the end FlyQuest I managed to win it out there but it it just was uh, a lot of chaos that I don't think anyone predicted and definitely we didn't um but I guess that's in the name of the game you know with the gambling and all of that I mean EGTSM uh what hit for three straight they got three uh 100 thieves gets Sorry, not EGTSM. EG 100 Thieves. Yeah. 100 Thieves gets 3-0'd. Every map, <laughs> every map they get first dragon. That's all I got to say. I don't, yeah, they just I mean, look, straight, you're straight up correct. And, and like that was one that, you know, in time we had talked about when we were like, well, it's a bit of a toss-up, but 
uh, again, we thought, you know, 100 Thieves, uh, and it depended entirely on which EG kind of showed up. Um, stats, they were similar, but Scoot, 100 talk- Thieves just really didn't. Scoot, let's talk about another one that you nailed. Um, map 2, under 23 and a half kills. <laughs> Between- we're not going to talk about that. Oh, wait. I think... Uh, Golden Glue himself had more kills in that match than the than he himself. Uh, I think we're thinking about Sven Skarin. Sven oh, Skarin, yeah. Sorry. He really sorry. just he really did us in. Um, I mean, yeah, no bad call, but the trend between these teams and the way they'd both been playing, I think, not like, a bad call, a not a not a terrible call. call. You no, know, like a historically bad call. There was never more deaths in the it was, entire it... LCS playoffs combined than that one map. <laughs> And you I've had been it going arguing the other against kill. Like <laughs> I guess Scoot, because you come from Call of Duty, and it's that small brain kind of esport. It's just gun goes brr, and that's it. But uh, you're always talking about the kills, and I'm always telling you can't predict them. And I think we've I've given in three times, and three times we've lost money on it. If if there's anything that I think I do think Call of Duty should be more strategic than it is, and it has been in the past. I'm not going to talk about the state of the game today because it's not the focus right now. Um, I do yeah, love I mean, that line. Gun go. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's a great meme. It's a great meme. I was wrong. I'm willing to admit it. I was right about the 100 Thieves first dragon. They got smoked, though. They were just, they looked outclassed. I mean, there were some parts of games that were cool. Like, like Map 2, when that slaughter fest happened. I really thought they had come back, regained control, like regained full and fucking, we're gonna push the base, and then they just have ocean salt, and they get smoked. I don't know what happened. Like, it, the game completely flips on its head. The EG wins. Like, that shit was so confusing. I yeah, I'm not LCS. Ugh. Yeah, it's been all over the place. It is, and and like this is this is like the thing that's so hard to to kind of get is that at the end of the day. You know, we we did pick. I mean, okay, the hundred thieves. We picked the wrong winner there. Golden Guardians upset. That's that's fine. But it, it, a lot of the upsets that happened for us and that that kind of burned that hole in our pocket was just EG suddenly deciding we're gonna play in a completely different way and FlyQuest just just going smooth brain and not understanding like, hey, what do we do? How do we do with this? Um, it's rough. I agree. I don't, what do you agree? Like one like one map, okay, sure, but two maps, um, yeah. Evil geniuses completely burned us last weekend. They were they were sent from God to just, you know, as I mentioned, we know we were reevaluating everything that we did, trying to make sure that we like what can we learn, what can we not learn, where did we go wrong? We did not pour one out for the gods, and the gods took revenge on us. It appears that they've taken revenge now two weekends in a row with some of our betting yesterday on the CDL. Um, we need to be pouring things out and covering our bases because my pocketbook can't take many more of these type of losses. I mean, all this being said, I think there's also like that indication that EG's kind of playing like the team that people were excited about at the end of the spring, right? So... Maybe they continue their run. I'm not entirely certain, but I think we've got some less interesting games uh, Thursday, Friday in the LCS. I don't know what you guys think about these, but it's a couple favorites is what we're looking at. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, let's start off with Cloud9 versus FlyQuest. Uh, what, what, are you, what are you, Chris, what do you think? 
So you mentioned something about Scoot about EG kind of performing the way that they did at the end of the spring split. Um, I'm starting to wonder the same thing about Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine had been obviously top of the top of the class all over spring. They came into the summer performing really well. I know there's been a lot to make about their performance in the latter half of the summer split um, or the lack thereof. And so I'm curious to see if they've just been experimenting, trying things out, if they're going to revert to form now that, you know, things matter again. I, I have long held belief that it's not just a switch and that it's not just something you can turn on and off. I think FlyQuest burned us by not taking care of business with Evil Geniuses. With that being said, I, you know, Big Money Blues likes to go big. And so I want to take the FlyQuest upset at paying out at 400. Um, I know it's a best of five versus just a best of one, but I don't know. I'm looking for some bloodshed. I think Team Liquid is the best in the LCS right now. And I think that there's an op- there's a, there is an opportunity for FlyQuest to kind of like sneak up and take this one, in my opinion. Um, I am going to point out to everyone that this is the guy who said that G2 cannot turn it on um, and that they won't be making playoffs. Um, also, the guy who said that Vitality is the number one team in the LEC. Um, so, you know, a slight grain of salt about the whole turning it on and off thing. I, I, I think there is like, and I'm a bit shocked, especially after you saying that after seeing FlyQuest's performance, uh, in their previous match, cause we've seen them play and the they should have been maps, way better in the first two maps. They completely took care of business and just performed incredibly EG to their credit did a 180 on their entire strategy. They slowed the game down. Um, this to me is something where if FlyQuest is able to get a early map lead, I think you might see C9 scrambling and not be able to turn it on. But yes, 100%. Um, G2, the best team in the game, you know, right there with Dame One out of the uh, LCK. I'm, I'm with Dame you. One. That, 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 being said, Dame that being said, when, when EG makes that strategy flip, right? If they can make it work, you expect it to work for like one map. And then, okay, FlyQuest is like, we're a good team. We're going to take care of this. We're going to figure it out. But they kind of let it go on for two maps and also exactly. like into map five. And that's where it gets sketchy. Um, I think C9, overall, just a better team, of course. Like, I mean, look at the numbers. But I, this really like, I mean, I can see where you're coming from because the, the decision on C9 really comes down to whether or not you think they have genuine issues in their play or if this was just kind of like a fluke and like they were just losing games in the second half, they got such a big lead on the league and they started kind of messing around with stuff and, and experimenting, I guess, in a way that's it's, it's about that assessment. Um, That's where you're going to land on your decision about C9. I have them as a great team and I have them as at minus 1.5 for this game at 1.54. I also think they'll probably take a significant amount of the objectives Maybe not early game. FlyQuest is kind of aggressive. Um, uh, yeah, we'll have to see. I don't know. I don't. I don't see C9 losing this best of five. I think they'll adapt really well if anything just doesn't go their way and if strategies do change. But uh, Nikki, thoughts? I, like, okay, to 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 be fair to Chris, not taking the piss out of this, I think FlyQuest at 4.0 is is 
like excellent. They they are the third place team. They have been performing well, barring this like blip against an EG. Um, Value. Agree. I, I I no no yeah, yeah 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 give you give you a bit of credit there. I think it's worth you know like hey putting a little bit there on that upset could pay out really nicely if you hit it. I do think Cloud Nine will win it. I think they're issues in the latter half of the split i think uh, weren't issues so much as them taking time off because ultimately and this is something uh i had a conversation uh with with some european team managers about is that it actually doesn't matter if you finish first or fourth um you're you're basically you especially in the european the way that that playoff works out you if you're first you're playing against the fourth place team if you're fourth you're playing against the first place team so it doesn't it doesn't actually matter and with cloud 9 once they secured the spot and they they tanked the second half and they were second it's like easy you know what i mean like it, so i think they experimented i think they took some time off i think they tried to play different ways i i don't see them not being able to play um i also think that cloud 9 i'm hoping they go back to this very fast and loose play style where they're just all over the map, taking fights and forcing things because I think that was exciting to see, and they were so kind of dominant. I'm a bit worried that FlyQuest won't be able to re- react fast enough. So you you they were slow to react to EG. What happens if Cloud9 comes out of the gates and bang bang one two those two games are gone? And maybe FlyQuest starts to kind of figure it out in game three, but it's it's too late by that point. Um, those well, are things that I'm I, I'm just I'm a little bit uh, suspect and just with... the way they looked over that course of those five games is I'm not thinking EG is a top three team FlyQuest is meant to be and they, they struggled and, and that is concerning. Some, sometimes you overlook your opponent and True. look forward to the next match. Sometimes, you know, especially especially when you up 2-0 in such convincing mm-hmm. fashion, you think the third map in the bag eg's asleep not even gonna care and you just kind of sleep on it yeah uh, what happens the, when the game FlyQuest, two when we're so dominant totally and what happens when FlyQuest comes out and punches c9 in the mouth how are they gonna be able to respond i think um, they're gonna be respond to be able to respond fine because they've been getting punched in the mouth for the whole second half of the split you know well, like here's the, here's the difference. The, here's the difference. they've just been getting punched and punched and kicked on the ground and then they were like hey let me get up and then another team and just kick them over at, at this point i think that they're, they're totally they know how to deal with it um i mean like look it, it is concerning how the, and there are two ways like it's literally either cloud nine is having major internal issues and they are going to fall apart um or no, it is it is a blip. They were doing something for whatever reason, however you want to interpret it. And now that things matter again, they're just going to come out and win. And that is that is what I I expect to see. Um, my bets, I think the minus one point five makes a lot of sense because it's uh, at one fifty four. Uh, I think you could, if you're really ballsy and you really don't believe in FlyQuest because the way they played against EG, you could even go for minus two point five at three fifteen. Um, there was I, I I find that hard to believe. I think FlyQuest will probably get one map. So you know, the, there's the three one at two sixty four that I think is is pretty good. Um, the, those are kind of things. The thing that I really like is is uh, and there is a you might want to wait to till the first map uh to see how Cloud Nine and Blab are playing, but they 
originally were such a dragon early game dragon focused team they were getting first drake all the time um if they're back to that i just think grabbing first dragon at 159 that's just that free money you really just ripped that straight from my hands. I was getting ready to hop on the mic and say C9 first dragon. Flyquest yeah. getting it less recently. but After Chris's performance enough. yesterday where he tried to claim that every single decent bet was his, I'm like, I've just got to get it out there and lay claim to everything. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Um, here's my thing. I it, Chris, your argument that the comeback, whatever, like what does C9 do in that situation – this is the difference between being good and being great, in my opinion, Ooh. is the ability to just step on someone's throat when you're up 2-0. Absolutely. And I think if you put C9 in that situation, this is that match with EG is a 3-0 without a doubt. Fucking tell him. There yeah, we go. I, FlyQuest doesn't have it like that. They're not carrying their weight. They're not pounding people into the ground when they get the chance to. C9 all the way, baby. I'm taking that minus Scotty's one. Scotty's starting to understand League. It's getting me excited. I'm taking the one and a half, minus one and a half on C9, considering the minus two and a half, and I'm taking the first dragon. I agree with Nikki. Flyquest has also gotten it less recently, and they've backed off a little bit. I mean, they're 40% in the playoffs. I think they were lower in the regular season, actually, at the end of the year. Um, yeah, they ended up at 25% first dragon for the summer split. So I'm taking Cloud9 there. I think they return to this little form. They start smoking teams out again. All right, well, well, you guys, here, here's what we do then. You put three units on Cloud9 minus 1.5. You put one unit on FlyQuest to win at 4.0, and you're making money either way. Look at you doing the math. <laughs> you get smashed in the argument, and so you quickly sneak away by trying to try and be the math kid. No, no, yeah. no. No, I'm no, no. With- to make money that's what i care about this I, is not this that's is what not you always say whenever you're <laughs> just like oh, i'm so happy g2's in the playoffs because we can make money now not a quant fund it's not a quant fund <laughs> this is a podcast <laughs> we're old school traders it's all about that fucking personality okay none Jeez. of this fucking number yeah, crunching yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> second no match- personality bullshit Second match, Team Liquid, Golden Guardians. So my take on this, personally, I do think Team Liquid is probably the best team in the LCS. Um, up there with C9. It's like my dark horse thing. Hot take. Uh, yeah, no, I mean. Four team okay. is a dark horse. <laughs> That's that was not so a hot cool. take. That was just fact. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you there. They are one of the best teams in the LCS. Sorry, I'll be more affirmative. Um, but that being said, Golden Guardians played well recently. Um, I think this is more likely than FlyQuest beating C9. In my opinion, I don't think it'll happen anyway. I just think there's a higher likelihood. I think there's more of a chance that Golden Guardian gets Golden Guardians get a map here or get a couple maps maybe. But I really just don't see Liquid losing this. I mean, they've been tight recently. So yeah, I agree. They're, they're playing very controlled. Um, it's a slow, very methodical game. Very, uh, I think they they. I'm really impressed by their coaching. So I think everyone is. You know, Jat went from being the caster in the LCS to being their head coach, and I just think he's had had a really good impact. Jensen is playing out of his mind. He fucking got robbed of that first team All Pro. Um, Core JJ is just doing so well. Tactical has stepped up. Um, 
I I I think I actually I disagree. I think FlyQuest beating C9 is more likely than Golden Way Guardians beating Liquid yeah. because I, I just again I love Golden Guardians, but they just I I think they are a, a mid level team. I don't think they are good enough to beat Team Liquid, especially over a best of five. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we. we are- Golden Guardians last weekend, that was their playoffs. They beat TSM. They were like, oh, we came from behind. No one expected us. No, which fucking, yeah, no, like, don't shit on that. Fuck you, Chris. That's great. That's their first playoff win. They beat a team that they were expected to. They beat them 3-0. Like, don't be a fucking hater. And uh, applause to them. Congratulations. (laughs) They weren't weren't expected to beat them. To stomp on I think you're going to see Team Liquid 3-0. Just this is going to be nice clean 3-0. I'm now going to use the liquid here at minus 2.5. 2.62. Game on. Give it to me. Honestly, like, this is, to me, easy as cake. And I mean, wait, let's be clear. I mean, Golden Guardians wasn't expected to beat TSM, and they damn well weren't expected to 3-0 them. Yeah. So, if anything, they've been more surprising than you would expect them to be. Which well, I think a lot of that has to do with TSM being possible. shit. Well, yeah, maybe TSM is shit, and maybe TSM. <laughs> I don't is think TL TL has not shown any inconsistency like throughout the whole split. Oh yeah, no, 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 hundred percent. Especially second half. I mean, seven and one. Like since since ten fourteen, the that patch they're seven and one. They've been disgusting. Golden Guardians is three zero in the playoffs. Let's be fair. It was a good 3-0. It was clean-ish. A little, a little they are, they are technically there. undefeated. I will yeah, say that. Technically yeah. undefeated in the playoffs. Hard to bet against an undefeated team. Um, no, I mean, yeah, I, I do agree, though. I I think Team Liquid, especially the way I think they're going to win it, I think it's a minus one and a half. Um, for me, I don't think this will be close. But I, that being said, I do see a world where Golden Guardians is more surprising than FlyQuest is. That's just my take on it. I don't know. Maybe it's hot. Maybe it's cold. I'm happy to cover all the bases now. And if Golden Guardians wins, I can come back on the podcast and really. Scotty was like, if Golden Guardians takes a map, I got it. And if they win, I've got it. But I've also got Team Liquid at minus 1.5. So whatever happens, we're good. It's essentially what you did last game with the math that you did. You you plugged it in. So (laughs) I was was way more decisive. I just said, since you guys think it's minus one and a half, boom, boom, bang, bang. Um, look, the same math works as well with this map. The two games are the exact same odds. Um, Team Liquid's a favorite, obviously, at 1.23. Golden Guardian's underdog at 4.0. But I said it here. I think you say freaking Liquid at 2.62 at minus 2.5. I think, I think with the way we've talked about both Cloud9 and Team Liquid, we have to be just looking forward to them squaring up against each other. It's just going to be fucking blow after blow i think and we're getting the rematch then with yeah. golden guardians and tsm yeah and eg be, fly quest this would be a pretty incredible setup like and i don't, you, I don't you, know if you really want the cloud nine team liquid parlay still pays at 1.51 so if we it, i'm straight up money line on those two i mean yeah i but i like the 1.5 minus 1.5 across the two of them actually gives you uh a nice what's it giving me Two three seven. Two two point three seven. I think I mean I think that's, that's free money. Okay. That's yeah, that's in my eyes probably the most solid bet that you can place across the board. 
Well, I do agree. I mean, I, I'm not against putting a little like to hedge if you really think one of the teams. I just find it so hard to see Golden Guardians beat team like maybe FlyQuest. They re- really come out hot and and they manage to get it. But uh, I think that the thing here is even in this one, uh, Golden Guardians have been pretty good at getting first blood throughout the split. That's something that's great. They also have been good at getting first dragon, but so has Team Liquid. And it's hard for me to recommend those bets because I think that Team Liquid is a team that is going to control the map a lot better than other teams. So it's going to be harder for Golden Gardens to grab that first dragon. That being said, I don't think Broxa has been the most proactive. So you do have a... I'm looking at it. It's like 72% to 78% across the whole split uh, of first dragons. And if if we look at the last uh, eight games, um, we're looking at Golden Guardians got 88% of the time and Team Liquid got 75% of the time. So it's a real toss-up there. Um, Golden Guardians were very proactive at getting it in the TSM games. So there is something there, but the, the danger is that Team Liquid just might control things and and not give them the opportunity. Yeah, they did. They did actively go after it against TSM, and they got it 100 percent of the time. Exactly. Which is yeah. somewhat impressive, but also is TSM in shambles? Does that factor in? Um, yeah, I'm taking that minus one and a half across the board for the two three seven odds. I think it's solid. Um, that being said, obviously with minus one and a half, you open yourself up to risk. But the saying goes: good teams win, great teams cover. Um, we expect our boys to cover those. So <laughs> I don't know, Chris, you got any final bet thoughts for the LCS? Yeah. I just think we know that FlyQuest has been super bloodthirsty all season long. You can get FlyQuest at first blood at 2.0 across all the maps. And so to me, that's a lot of value um, as well. I know, I think Nikki made you this, but cloud nine first tower. Um, you're still able to get that at 1.53. Where at, and they've been first in the league at getting first tower, whereas FlyQuest is like middle of the pack around 37%. Um, so to me, you know, you can just start playing off some of those in map um, first to kind of make a nice little nest egg for yourself. The, actually, yeah. it's one of those things that, like you mentioned First Blood with the FlyQuest Cloud9. The thing there is, again, you have the number one versus number two team. It's Cloud9 and FlyQuest against each other. And they are, are basically neck and neck around that First Blood, which I, I think actually skews it a little bit more in FlyQuest's favor because the odds are so much better. So if it hits, you are, are just going to hit way bigger. Um, but it is very generous on the side of Cloud9 that of 1.75, I think. Um, and that might be something where, hey, you just watch map one, see how it goes, and then look at map two and three. And bet the opposite of what you think. Exactly. Fade those picks. Because <laughs> <laughs> the second you think it's going to happen, it's not. As unexciting as the LCS is, I am fired up on the other end of this to get back into the LEC where upsets are beauty, but day one, we've got our boys on the favorite patrol, Schalke. Um, I can't wait to see them get back into Summoner's Rift. I don't know what you guys, what the thoughts are there. If we're moving, if we're transitioning into that. Um, That's a wonderful transition. I'm fired up. I like, I can't really explain this. I think miracle run continuation. Yeah. What's that? Uh, what? What? Do you hear that? 
Choo choo! Comes the Shaka train. Okay, they are gonna yelling. fucking smash SK. Um, oh I'm I'm a God. fan of SK. I think, but like, and I think SK did really well. But seriously, when you look at the stats of how uh, the two teams compared in the latter half, um, Shaka is just doing. They're not winning through luck. They're winning because they are really good. Whereas SK is more middle of the pack, unfortunately. If we're getting that Schalke, I really think they're going to win. And unfortunately, that kind of puts, that's why they're the favorites. So the whole hype and all that value we were getting off of Schalke, just not happening anymore. I mean, people expected them to be a lot better than they showed out at the beginning of the season, correct? Like, I'm not yeah. wrong in saying really that. Yes. Yeah. I think also, like, correct me if I'm wrong here, but through those last, like, nine games where they go seven and two, right? And they make their miracle run, they make the playoffs. They also showed a lot of ability to like use different compositions and play the game differently um, regarding their opponent and like what they were doing uh, prior. And I think that contributed a lot to like their success down the stretch. I don't think they picked like one strategy. And I, I've said this before. I don't think they, they found a strategy and just kind of cheese teams. I think they really just did it legit and they put in the work to get there. That makes them dangerous in my eyes is the ability to like adapt and overcome certain situations and just keep yourselves in games and just win out. Um, they're dangerous in my eyes. I'm taking Schalke. I'm considering the minus one and a half as well. I don't know. <laughs> it looks nice right now. It does look nice. I think I agree with you on that one. Uh, Chris? I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I had to unmute. What I believe is going to happen is SK is going to upset. Okay. I want to pour water on this Schalke love fest. I think that they did all the emotional and mental energy of making it, and the entire world was on their side. The run was cute. We got a bunch of nice gifts for out of it. You know, a bunch of good memes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I think SK is going to come back and they're fucking pissed. Everyone's discounting them. They're better than what they're, they've been showing recently. Um, I just see so much value on the SK side of this. You know, a couple things that Nikki, I know you are about to highlight, so I'm going to steal it before you can get in. Um, the first tower. Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> nope. No, I said it first. So it's my bet. Um, 56% versus 33, you know, they've been getting it on a consistent basis. So you can even just, if you want to stay away, I, I just don't, the value isn't there with Schalke being a 1.5, 1.46 favorite. I just don't see any value there. So to me, I'm going to be betting things on the Schalke or on the SK side. Um, there's a lot of S's in this game. So, yeah. <laughs> so for me, it's things like, you know, the first tower, the first dragon, looking there to see what you can find value um you know right now you're seeing first tower at 1.98 like i love those odds that give me that all day long for sk um even for first dragon 1.92 things like that i think that that's where the value is and that's what i'm gonna be betting on yeah i think that's a great highlight of like first half as dragon you're right the, the stat lines are really good across that shalka despite their miracle run their stat lines are not so good in those sections um I think SK can win it. They've proven themselves to be a solid team. 
I just, it, it's hard to see, you know, like we've been having such good individual play out of each of the Schalke guys um, that I, I think they're playing like a strong top four team. Um, I wouldn't necessarily rate them ahead of, you know, like Rogue, uh, Mad Lines, and G2. But if but I have you, to put them... Of Vitality? Would I put them... Yes, I absolutely would, you know? Funnily enough. Um, but I, I, I would basically, the way they were performing in that final stretch, I would put them... And again, this is like individually, like whether it's mid, whether it's top, and top, their top lane is a monster, as everyone knows. But... Um, you know, like Alfari is just a god. Um, and but then when you have like Abadage in the mid lane doing so well as well, they they're just working. You know, we have Gilius back as God Gilius. It's it's hard for me to say that make the argument that like yeah, SK's been looking better. Um, that's that that's where I like can it could SK really show up? Absolutely, they could. Um, and and could. Schalke not to show up, maybe, but really we're looking at a scoreline of seven and two, whereas uh, SK went five and four. So it's just it it just really skews towards the the whole uh, Schalke for me. I don't I don't think it's have, over yet. Have you been hanging out in Twitch chats like <laughs> Twitch? Chats. God, Gilius. and uh, Pop <laughs> No, I mean, I, I do agree, though. He, he's, like, nasty in the jungle. Um, Abadage, I think, has really been the star recently. Just slaying out. He's been filthy in the mid lane. I They're just they're so good right now. That is hard for me to want to bet against them. And minus one and a half, again, 2.0 odds. I'm considering <laughs> the three-way minus, minus 1.5. Um, Cloud Nine's currently suspended for me, but if we throw Shulk in there, I think it boosts it a lot more. They're at two point for that again. Um, I do like the prop bets you guys highlighted. I'm not sure about anything really else in this game in terms of props. I don't. I think it's pretty even across the board, or in terms of like percentages. I guess late in the split, um, we had SK more around like your fifty percent marks, and Shulk a little lower. But Shalko's still winning games. That's why they're always going to be dangerous. So it's my final thoughts considering the matter, I guess. Yeah, I agree. I, I do, I will say, like, I love value. And so I do think SO4 at minus two is also quite tasty. So I would be putting it on those two sides. Either SK wins outright or Shalko just continues their impeccable play and just steamrolls them. I, I almost think it could be a 3-0 if they're going to is either SK wins or they get 3-0'd. Which in, in reality, I'm just like really excited to watch them play again. I don't know why. They're just bringing energy. And I know like, you know, Twitch chat's going to be behind them the entire time. So it's just, it's, it's, fun, to, it's really fun to watch. Like, yeah. Yeah, it is. 100%. Especially the situation they were in early season. Like, Nikki, is there any way they go to minus 2.5 at 3.95? Like, Yeah. You could. I, I think I think that that sort of like if we get that sort of three oh, I think the games will be individually closer than the, the final score shows it to be. Um I don't expect as but at the same time, like when you look across the board, you look at the matches they've been winning, you look at the individual matchups and stuff like that, yeah, I can absolutely see them 
just getting that 3-0, especially if they come in hot and just playing like they did in those final couple of games of the regular split. It could I mean, you like we see that a lot in Call of Duty. I think the trends, like the idea is kind of the same, is that like you'll see a 3-0 and then you're like, okay, this team got smoked. But you look at the scores and they're like actually just within 10 points pretty much every map or like one round in Search and Destroy. So, yeah, I mean, like, maybe the scoreline doesn't reflect it, but I do agree with Nikki. It's definitely, like, super possible. The minus yeah, two and, and a half. and I mean, those are yeah. amazing odds. So, it, it it's that sort of stuff, like, and I, I know we bang on about, like, the minus 1.5, but it just makes that that much better. Even just throwing, like, one unit or something on the minus 2.5 and then your main bet on the minus 1.5, I think that's smart. We got so, some... Some overall bets. Anybody want to yeah. put something? I mean, so I, mean put... I, I think like what we've we've wrapped it. So it's like, but just going back, you know, we're talking about uh, C nine. We we definitely like the minus one point five across the board. There, uh, we talked about Cloud Nine versus Dragon. Except for when FlyQuest wins, but yeah. Sorry. Except for when FlyQuest actually. Yeah. Beats well, Cloud. I'm doing the summary, Chris. I haven't fucking got into that yet. God damn it! F- ruining everything um no i agree so okay i'll start with that including your bets okay start we'll start with that then fly quest potential upset put a small amount there golden guardians also potential upset they're both sitting at 4.0 there it is worth potentially just putting a small unit on it just in case something happens if you are a fan or if you are a true believer in that case Otherwise, I think across the board, we were fond of the Cloud9 minus 1.5 and the Team Liquid minus 1.5. And we actually talked about parlaying them, which got you over 2.0 odds. That's in uh, the LCS over there. First Dragon for Cloud9, which was at 1.59 against uh, FlyQuest was a good one. FlyQuest has not been focusing so much on First Dragon. Then going to uh, Golden Guardians Team Liquid, we talked about first uh, Tower for Team Liquid, first ta- Dragon for Team Liquid, and for Golden Guardians. That could go either way. Maybe watch the first match, see how that goes. Obviously, the minus 1.5, which I've highlighted. Then moving on over to the LEC, we have talked that maybe there is the minus 2.5 for Schalke at 3.95. If you're not feeling that quick 3.0, then you take the minus 1.5 at 2.0. Um, but then you can also hedge with some nice uh, kind of bets around First Tower SK or First Dragon for SK. They've uh, had pretty good stats across the board for that, and you can pick those up at 1.98 and 1.92. Have I gotten everything? I mean, this wouldn't be an episode of TGA, the gold advantage, at gold underscore advantage on Twitter, um, (laughs) without... A little parlay action. So I'm going to hit you in the mouth with this right now. Cloud9, minus two and a half, off the rip. Schalke, minus one and a half. Add that in there. Liquid, minus one and a half. What is it paying out, boys? 924, definitely possible. Not off the table by any means. And I'm kind of looking to juice that a little bit. Um, I don't know if you guys are in support of this, but that's my call for the day. I really hope that goes the way it does. Um, I actually do think there's a high likelihood that it'll hit. It's obviously dangerous. You're opening yourself up to a lot of risk when you put three matches together. But that's what I got for you. You already know. You got to love the action. It keeps you on the edge of your seat. And 
the bet's never over until the last game goes. So it's fun to watch. If you weren't a wimp, you would have just done minus two point five across all three of those. But clearly, that's, you're a real believer. So in heinous. You're just not a real believer. So I mean, do we want to look at it? I don't even think it's worth. So that's a big boy play. I mean, my eyes will light up too much, and I don't think you guys want that because then we'll end up putting it down. So maybe don't mention it. Scurred. Scurred, scurred, scurred. I don't know about that. You just, not, not sure about that one. I mean, I'm taking two minus one and a half and a minus two and a half. I'm not sure scared is the right word. Um, 31.05 scurred. if we take the minus 2.5. We the can't board. talk about it. We shouldn't have Ooh. You should have never mentioned it. Ooh. Whatever. I mean, I we're past it. We're past it. I, I think that. that was a great recap um, overall, Nikki. I think you really covered everything. Nikki, we have to put a, a small wager on. Absolutely. Just- like, now that I'm looking at it, we're definitely. Well, I actually think, I, I legitimately think mine will hit. I do agree that we should have put a little bit on minus two and a half across the board. I think that would be interesting. Um yeah, I mean, I think that about covers it, though. Like, we've gone through all the major matches for Thursday, Friday. Uh, we'll be back Saturday morning with another hot episode for you guys with some some good matches over the weekend, especially in the LEC. We're also um, going tomorrow morning with the CDL, even though we absolutely despise it. Yeah, if you want to tune in and hear me just lay waste to a league tomorrow morning, um, you yeah, know, you just tune in tomorrow morning, I, I like or tomorrow afternoon. Um, it'll be ugly. I'm not happy right now. Um, yeah, I, that's my final thoughts, I guess, regarding the entire thing. I'm just really excited to watch the matches. Follow us on Twitter at gold underscore advantage. Tons of good content there. Um, ignore the losses on the CDL. Those weren't our fault. That was. It's just again, we'll, we'll cover. We'll get into that tomorrow. But um, any any last things? That's it on my part. Yeah, that about does it for me. I mean, thank you guys for tuning in again, of course. Uh, I'll rip into it again, at gold, gold underscore advantage on Twitter. You got to plug it as much as you can. Um, Discord pinned. Discord in the pinned tweet. Join up. Conversate with us. We're good guys. <laughs> well, I'm not, but you guys are. But uh, we'll see you all later. Um, see you guys. You want to you repeat that, Chris? You don't know.